What's up, guys? Welcome back to Ramblings of a Mad Guy. It's me, Reese. I'm the mad guy. But you knew that. Um, today, we're going to kind of get into something which um, you might be resistant towards <laughs> to begin with, if I had to guess. But I don't really give a shit. <laughs> and it's going to start like this. It's going to start with a little joke that I wrote this morning and I'm working on. And then I'll kind of explain the meaning behind it. Because I think it's kind of important just to like mention, maybe. And you'll see exactly what I mean. So let me give you the joke. Um, when, I was, when I was a little kid, you know, I used to be afraid of so much shit. Like everything. Like uh, fucking ghosts and witches and pedophiles. Especially pedophiles. Just afraid that like some guy in a big van was going to come and like swoop me up. You know what I mean? Uh, but then I grew up. I matured, I realized that I should have been way more afraid of pedophiles <laughs> back in the day. Because um, what I didn't know about pedophiles back then, that I know now, um, is that not only do they get to run like a candy van, uh, they also sometimes get to run the United States of America between 1996 and, or what is it, 1992 and 2000 essentially. To 1999. Um, and that's as far as the joke goes so far. But, you know, I'll have to make it a little uh, punchier. But the point is, it's like, are we, did we forget, have we forgotten that one of our recent presidents, <laughs> like very recent, and I'm not talking about Joe Biden with the kid sniffing. Yeah, that's creepy. And I'm not talking about Trump with whatever everyone says about him, whatever pedophilia I'm sure that people have, you know, found or conjured. Um, there is no more irrefutable evidence <laughs> that a single person has been a pedophile than there is for Bill Clinton, it seems. Or at least, like, there isn't and then that person gets to walk around and still be on TV and, like, still talk to uh, Whoopi Goldberg on The View. He gets to, like, hang out, drink coffee and tea. Um, and I'll give you... I'll, if you're not, like, convinced entirely, you think I'm, like, this is, like, sort of my tinfoil hat coming out, um, I, I've got a pretty decent argument for why um, this is not <laughs> an, an objectionable opinion or why it's not it wouldn't even be a slander in the in the great country of the UK on their radio waves to say that Bill Clinton is a pedophile uh, I'm not saying nothing about Hillary I don't know um, I mean if I had to guess you know um, what kind of blood she drinks, I would say it would probably be children's rather than adults. But I don't know about if she has sex with them or anything like that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. See, that was just a joke. And that makes it seem like I have a political like motivation for this, but I truly don't. I have a human interest in why we as a society have decided to ignore that a person who was the most powerful man in the world at one point and the leader of our country, pretty much in its heyday, in the 90s. I think everyone agrees that the 90s... No, not the heyday. I mean, I think, really, the 90s was the beginning of the decline, as evidenced by the fact that we elected a pedophile 
<laughs> but we didn't know that then. So, you know, we cannot, we have to give 90s people credit. They thought he was cool. Um, <laughs> ironic that, like, his thing was, uh, like, getting the young vote, remember? <laughs> it's like, yeah, all the kids love me. I'm Bill. I smoke weed. Kids love me. Um, that was kind of like a George Bush plus Bill Clinton, I think. Uh, but I'm not going to be able to do a differentiated one, and I don't care to um, impersonate pedophiles. Um, and I still haven't given you the, the full-on reason. So if you're not familiar, there is a pedophile island. That's been confirmed. There was a flight, um, a specific airplane called the Lolita Express. That's been confirmed. Um, the Lolita Express was owned by a man um, named Jeffrey Epstein, who um, was convicted of, on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of counts of uh, both child sex tra- trafficking and um, pro- uh, <laughs> I want to say profiteering. I don't know if that's a word or what. I mean, I know it's a word. I don't know what it means at all. Um, but I'm going to throw profiteering in there because, um, well, he, uh, he killed himself. And look, I won't even get into that because I'm, I'm, sh- I'm showing you my dedication to not, not putting on the tinfoil hat. I'm being 100% objective. Bill Clinton is a pedophile because objectively we know that the Lolita Express would fly the convicted pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein, with his friends to Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island. And some people took this flight once or twice, and they have arguments that, well, sure, that was a pedophile island, but not the week that I went. It was all legal-aged people. Fine. Won't even get into their story. I think that's horseshit, but I won't even get into that. How do you explain going 35 times? There are only 52 weeks in a year. If it's truly a pedophile island, more than 35 of the weeks, I think, would be pedophile weeks. Not to mention that apparently things would also happen on the plane, acts of pedophilia. And so, um, yeah, Bill Clinton is in the flight log 35 times. Pictures of him on the plane, pictures of him in Epstein's house. Hanging out on the island. Eyewitness testimonies of him on the island. I mean, the plane only ever fucking went to the island, so you don't even need that. You just have the flight logs. I don't know why they would lie. Or, like, I don't know why you would embellish the number. It's, like, it's pretty clear that he went, he flew on that plane at least ten times just from fucking pictures alone. Um, but, uh, but 35. Let me, should I look up the real number? Because I'm making that up. I mean, that's the ballpark. But let me look up the real. How many times did Bill Clinton? This is me, again, not doing any research <laughs> before I start recording. I'm just doing it right in the middle. How many times did Bill Clinton fly on the Lolita Express. Oh, by the way, if you're unfamiliar with the uh, Lolita connection, I mean, it, this isn't just creepy. It's a reference to like an old um, novel or a book or something 
A novel is a book, isn't it? <laughs> An old novel or a movie or maybe both. And um, it was essentially just like, I think it was about like a group of powerful people just having sex with, it was like their muse or something, but it was just like a young child. And um, her nickname was like Lolita. And they would just abuse and rape her. Um, so anyway, the Lolita Express. Reports, Bill Clinton flew on disgraced donors. <laughs> Can we not call him a fucking pedophile? <laughs> 26 times. Twenty-six times he flew on the pedophile plane to the pedophile island, and he still goes on the view and tells us that we should get vaccinated. Look, now I know it sounds really political, but, <laughs> but it's not. I'm saying, look, I'm not making any political statement. I'm just saying, can we call Bill Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton a proper pedophile? And can fucking news sites not say, not phrase... Jeffrey Epstein as a disgraced donor, because uh, that makes it sound like uh, like he promised to donate a kidney and then he didn't. Uh, when really what he did was he promised not to like rape and murder and and extort hundreds of little girls, and then he did that. And uh, twenty six times at the very least, Bill Clinton was in his direct company. What does Bill Clinton say about this, by the way? Nothing. <laughs> what is the counter-argument to this conspiracy theory? There isn't one. Have you heard one? Has anybody ever addressed the fact that the president of the United States, the year I was born, was simultaneously molesting and raping children? Like, do, if, you, if that was something you weren't doing... Wouldn't your argument be something a little stronger than, uh, I swear I didn't do it. I promise you. And also, we've heard that one before, Bill. We've heard it before. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky is on Twitter and very vocal about it. We have heard your line of bullshit before. Um, I don't even care about Hillary. I think, whatever, she's, she creeps me out a little bit. I wouldn't vote for her in any capacity. But, uh... For anything. I mean, like, I wouldn't vote for her for comptroller of <laughs> the district's school buses. I don't even know, you know, I don't know what a comptroller does. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I think Bill, I mean, Bill Clinton, there should be, should there not be an investigate? I mean, I, I, you have to assume there is one. Just how is no one talking about this? This is what I'm wondering. And I know I, I'm saying how is no one talking about this like three years after we found out about it. But I was still a young, I was still 19 at the time. I didn't know about the wicked ways of pedophilia and presidential, <laughs> in the presidential office. Um, so yeah, that's my, it's, it is funny when people demonize uh, Biden and they demonize Trump and even Obama. I remember people used to demonize Obama um, and not a single person has demonized Bill Clinton for being a pedophile. <laughs> a person who has sex with the most innocent, vulnerable people in our society. 
and just nobody cares at all. Um, wow, I really hope this was like funny and not just depressing. But even if it was depressing, like, I don't know, talk to your parents about this or someone. I'm not saying we got to solve the world's problems. Just keep it in mind, you know? Keep it in mind. Maybe don't, like, uh, when he comes out with his next book, maybe don't don't pick it up for uh, Uncle Jerry at the Barnes & Noble. It's like, how can this guy be, like, writing books and, like, holding Hillary's hand in the public? If you're a known pedophile, wouldn't the media be all over you? Like, I mean, obviously an objective media, which doesn't exist, but anymore, or if it ever did. But right now, it clearly doesn't exist. Because an objective media would be all over the, a, any person who at one point in their life was the most powerful person in the world, and also in that time frame, was having sex with children. <laughs> at the... V- it's just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Let's bring it... Let's bring it back around. Something a little more lighthearted. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to know how many times I said the word pedophile in that last, like, bit. Uh, and I won't... I won't jump up the counter. Um, I, so I saw, like, I was reading the newspaper, which never fucking happens, but I was. Um, and it's literally, this was the art, this was the headline of the article is a, uh, New York City resident plans to write thank you notes to all 36,000 NYPD officers. It's like, how is this news? <laughs> plans to? It would kind, it would almost be news. It would almost be news if somebody actually did that. They hand wrote a note, 36,000 notes. Even if it was the same note, that'd be all right. That's a lot of notes to write. This guy plans to. It's a plan that he has. What kind of plan is that? What kind of effort is that to come? Like, why is that newsworthy? I can have a plan. I'm going to go to CNN. Hey, I got a plan to jump from here to Mars. That's my plan. You're going to write about it? I got a plan. Hey, I got this plan. I'm going to I'm going to take over I'm going to go into China and, and beat up Jinping. And I'm going to, you know, solve this whole China thing myself. That's my plan. You going to you going to write an article about my plan? I don't know. It's just dumb. It's like what kind of <laughs> Also, it's pretty benign as well. It's kind of like Hey, I got a hey, New York Times, I got a plan to eat 36,000 ice cream cones over the course of my life. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. Some, the silification of our news, I think. I was in also in class, um, and uh, our professor, he was kind of bragging. I liked the guy. He wasn't really bragging. He was just kind of like trying to um, tell us, show us that he actually knew the director of this, like, fantastic BBC, like, TV film that we watched in class, right? Uh, and then it turns out what he meant by knowing the director was uh, they tweeted at each other a few times. Um, and actually, he didn't say a few times, so maybe it was a million times. But even so, 
I don't think you... I don't think tweeting counts as, like, scholarly correspondence, you know? Like, yeah, I know Chris Pratt, too, then, right? You know, like... I could brag, like, oh, yeah, well, no, I know uh, Albert Einstein. Like, you could tweet at dead people. You can literally tweet at dead people. So I feel like, uh, if anything, this was like, oh, you use Twitter? It kind of reminded me that old people use Twitter, and it reminded me doubly because he considered, like, tweeting at a form of correspondence. That's almost like something a child would think. Um... But I don't know. Maybe they DM'd or something. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure he. I'm sure he talked to the guy in some length. He wouldn't have said that. He did ask him questions and stuff. I mean, the guy responded. But this is the thing. It's like he, it's a BBC television show. I mean, not not not, not television show. Uh, just like straight to TV movie. And while the movie was like excellent, it you know the guy the director is not like it's not exactly tweeting at James Cameron here. You know what I mean? <laughs> It might have been like he might have been like one of ten tweets this guy got, so it's not exactly like the most impressive uh, sort of relationship between a director and a and a teacher if you're gonna bring it up in class, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and then <laughs> and then at one point um, in the class, it like sort of uh, I don't know how we got here, but it, we're we're talking about uh, like Jewish culture and things. Which is good. I like Jewish culture. Uh, I find it interesting. Uh, specifically, like, uh, sort of Hasidic Jewish culture. And, um... I remember distinctly at one point we were just, uh... We were trying to guess which women were wearing wigs or not. <laughs> um... Which, you know, it didn't seem offensive at all. I'm not offended by it. Um, to me, it's kind of fun. It is, like, a fun guessing game. But it did, it was a little off-putting to have that as an assignment to uh, sort of like try to pick out which wigs are good. Or maybe was it like, yeah, I guess the wig... See, the thing is, the women are meant to hide their hair from God, correct? I mean, I'm not asking you, I know. That is why. Um, and the theological reason is like, actually, you know, it's... It's not a shameful thing. It's a beautiful thing, right? They do it for God. It's like a covenant with God. Um, but I don't really understand how a wig comes into that. And I wonder if they had the wigs in ancient times, you know? Because uh, it seems to me that a wig, especially one that looks like a traditional... I mean, looks a lot like a traditional Jewish woman's hair... Is essentially the same thing as just displaying your actual hair. Um, but now this has become a podcast just about my like theology homework. So maybe I'll stop this train of thought right here. All right, I know I said I was done with the pedophilia stuff, and I swear this is the last thing. But I, I do have to add like a postscript. Um, to the Lolita thing from before, right? Because I had no... I. <laughs> this is like, just so you know, like everything I say on this show is a lie, you know, to take it all with a grain of salt. But Bill Clinton really is a pedophile, but um, <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend about this, Abby, and she pointed out... Um, and funnily enough, actually, she is a pedophile herself. Um, so she knows every single like 
plot point of the actual Lolita book. I didn't realize um, it's like an actual like work of art. Like it's a good book, apparently. Um, you know, it's just obviously a very edgy topic, and so some of the best that's what the best books are. Uh, so she pointed out it's not a, at all about like a group of elites <laughs> molesting children, as I projected onto the the story. It's actually about one guy who has a loving pedophilic relationship, sort of loving, obviously, but manipulative and abusive. You know, the the book is, I guess, clear about that. No, I think it's clear about that because everyone sort of ends up miserable, is my understanding. Um. But regardless, I mean, come on, the reference is clear enough. There's no other Lolita in popular culture other than this book about pedophilia. So even if it's not about as specific as the Jeffrey Epstein thing, it's still, I mean, who are you? Like, don't you just hate when people think that they're being clever? He's like, I'm going to get away with, um, it irks me that he did get away with calling it the Lolita Express for so long and people were like what is that like who's lolita is that like your first wife or something and he was like yes indeed you know it just irks me that he got away it's like such a like thinly veiled um you know it's when it's like when a serial serial killer leaves a note it's like just do the fucking thing and get out of there you idiot no one gives a shit you're not outsmarting the cops you're a fucking creep you know anyway um, I know, I know I said I was going to stop and I'm done and I'm done. Um, thank you guys for listening. I hope I didn't, um, make your eardrums bleed too much in this episode. Um, peace, love, happiness, um, and fuck Bill Clinton. See you later.